Hello and welcome to Destiny Community Thing. My name is Danos and in this show I sit with Guardians for about 15 minutes to find out what they're about, their experience with Destiny, the community, gaming as a whole. I really hope you enjoy today's episode and thank you so much for listening. Hello and welcome to Destiny Community Thing. My name is Danos and this evening I'm joined with none other than a good friend of mine, a fractured winky. How you doing, man? Doing good. Doing really good. Awesome to hear. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, um, is this G-rated or you can? It's can... it's mature. It's definitely got the okay, explicit awesome. tag on iTunes. Okay, cool. So my um, my gamer tag is about six years old, and funnily <laughs> enough, I've been married for about six years. So <laughs> I'll let you guess how that happened. And yeah, it it hurt. It happened twice. Yep. And um, it's now just a funny story that gets the conversation going. So that's my game tag out of the way. Uh, I didn't really think about starting off like that, but um, <laughs> you said it, so I thought I may as well just hit the nail <laughs> on the head. Just like the head was hit on the nail. It's it's setting the tone. It's perfect. It is. It is. So um, I'm married, obviously, uh, father of two. Got a six-year-old and a, what is she, eight months now? Mm-hmm. Um, I do the stay-at-home dad thing, which has allowed me to stream as often as I can. Awesome. Um, I only really started streaming after the youngest came out because the internet didn't allow me to do it prior. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from Western Australia. I do a lot and a lot of Destiny. I've started branching into Fortnite and uh, Rock Band on stream the past couple of nights, which has had some good response. But That's awesome. Destiny's my home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's been um incredible. Like, even before you started streaming, um, yeah, you were always out there, just like helping you know people out within the community, being really active on Twitch. And then, like for me personally, I was super excited to be like, yes, finally you got the internet, like like good enough internet to stream. And then you just jumped and got the internet. That's the story yeah. of Australia. Isn't it, it kind of feels like that. <laughs> I used to play Destiny with a uh, through tin can. Yeah, yeah, tin can on a string internet connection. Yeah, you had to go and via log with... each time to play, yeah. but, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, go on. No, no, sorry, go on. No, that was it. I was basically just, yeah, finally, you know, you were enabled to stream, so you had some real yeah. internet, and, yeah, that was that was exciting. It's good to see you uh, get started out there, and, yeah, I really enjoy your channel. It's fantastic. Oh, thank you. It's always good to hear <laughs> Feedback, positive especially, but any feedback is always welcome. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. Uh, do you want to give us a little bit of history about sort of uh, how you got into gaming and sort of how that's part of your life? Um, as the earliest I can remember gaming is, used to live in Mandra for like it was nine months stint in Mandra that my, my parents moved there. Um, and I had a friend from school, I think this was year two year one or year two and i went over to his house um one afternoon and he had sonic on the sega mega drive mm-hmm. and uh you know we went outside and played kick the footy or whatever for a bit and then when it got a bit darker we were playing sega sonic all night and i just fell in love that's it it's born Absolutely from there fell in love yeah yeah it was yeah, it, it has become an obsession over the years, but I have fought it off. I'm, I, I do have an addictive personality. I've had to fight off smoking as well. Yep. Um, 
once upon a time, but it's gaming is a lot to me. Definitely a lot. It's helped me through different parts of my life, which is really good. Um, but I, I, I didn't get my own console or something to play outside of a friend's house until years later. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I bought, I bought, I got a PS2 for Christmas when I was in, God, we in year five, year six. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I went from there, but I, I it was able to play on my stepfather's PS1 beforehand. And, you know, we used to play the, the racing games together and I got into platformers like Spyro, Crash mm-hmm. Bandicoot, um, Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Daxter. They were, they were everything that I played back in the PlayStation days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made the move to Xbox when Halo 3 came to 360. Yep, Didn't that's... have an original Xbox until the 360 came out and then I ended up getting both. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to backtrack on the Halo so I can play the old ones and yeah. play the story again. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been mainly an Xboxer since Halo 3 days. Yeah, that's when um I managed to just pick up an Xbox... Um around the same time just people kept saying got to play halo 3 got to play halo 3 and i'd seen one and two like quite a bit and played i played one especially like a lot at like the kiosks back in the day when the consoles were just there at the stores like down in big w and whatnot i was like man this game's fun <laughs> i need to get an xbox oh, yes but, yes the kiosks um but they've still got a couple of those at harvey norman's and, and JB <laughs> they, they and are stuff. around they're there but um i'd always play halo every time so yeah no it's um xbox was my home for a while and then i kind of went to pc but i wish i'd stayed on xbox because that's where everyone <laughs> is like come from now you say that but yeah. there was you know massive migration with ps4 there was yeah it's, i think the unique destiny content and the um you know just friends was sort the of brought e, a lot the of e3 tobacco uh tobacco really really threw xbox into the deep end it did didn't it, it really but, did yeah that was their own fault they're, they're slowly recovering from that <laughs> i'm not going to fanboy about that on here so nah we'll, we'll leave leave the console war to its uh, yeah, yeah it's, already so it's passionate on its own individuals. i don't need the spirit on yeah exactly <laughs> oh god i've got to ask um How's your time been with Destiny 2 so far? Sort of what's your what's the things that have got you hooked and is there anything else uh, you'd like to see changed in the future? Um, well, to be asked this after Bungie's list of um, proposed or <laughs> well, guaranteed changes has been yep. released, sort of cuts my list in half mm-hmm. at least. But um, what I love so far about Destiny 2 has definitely still been the fun factor. Um, the pick it up, do something for a couple of hours and get off. You know, that's that's still a huge part of Destiny. Your rituals you know, your and that rituals. kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love helping people with the raid, something I've only really started in Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. I do it quite often in the, uh, the Dads of Destiny group. We've taken about eight callous versions through now over the past few weeks. That's great. A couple of people who just never have the time of day to do it all in one sitting. So we get them through each encounter, but over multiple weeks. Yeah. Great. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I think we've only got a few more people left who still haven't done it before Curse of Osiris drops, but mm-hmm. that's, that's definitely been 
one of the key reasons I keep picking up Destiny is yep. helping those people with the raid. It's just fulfilling to do that. Um, and as much as Callus can be an asshole, most of the raid <laughs> is it's still enjoyable to do over and over again. Doing it different ways or trying different loadouts, all that sort of stuff. It's it's still it's not burnt out. Um, but in regards to changes, um, I think there's a lot of things I could ask for, but what I really want to change is Bungie to build the game they want mm -hmm. and not, not continuously pander to requests. Right. Obviously, they're going for a, a very casual um, enabling approach, I guess. But yeah, they... They felt... once, once they sort out the end game, I think a lot of the cries and salt will die down a bit. You know, when there's something to grind for and a reason to grind it, mm. I don't think it matters how casually enabling it is. Yeah, I would agree with that statement for sure. Yeah. Um, if you uh, listen to the Bungie podcast, they're very much like self-aware of that. You know, that this is the, the path that we took. We wanted to respect people's time. They took it in the other direction, um, and, but they were kind of at that same level as what you just said, where they, at least what I understood of it was basically that we want to continue that, that's the right thing, but we also want to, yeah, have a way that the other people, those hardcore players, the regular players, the people who want endgame, endgame, always have something they can be chasing and be happy with. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like prestige activities are the first step towards that, but they need to be worth doing because mm -hmm. at the moment it's just a difficulty modifier and there's nothing to brag about when you do it, you know, except for a blue rarity emblem or whatever it was from Kalos. Yeah, I've had no real massive desire to do it. Like I've kind of waited up between do I attempt to organize that or do I help more people do normal mode? Like it's, yeah, exactly. just, you know what I mean? <laughs> Exactly. I've, I've had one attempt, and that was with um, a team of streamers. We had mm -hmm. Sloth, Domar, Sazio, yep. myself, and two others. I can't remember the name of. It was my first time coming across them. Yep. Um, it was a, a six-person multi, which was amazing and hectic at the same time. <laughs> um, we, we ran out of time in the end with uh, time zones playing yeah. difficulty. But, you know, none of us really had the drive to want to get it done. We were mm -hmm. just, you know, doing it because none of us were inexperienced at the raid. Yeah, you just have a crack, different crew. Yeah, that's it. We got, I think we got through Gauntlet and then it was just too late for me mm -hmm. and a couple of others. Um, but at the end of the day, it wasn't like I felt like I missed out on anything because there was no reward waiting at the end other than what I already had. Yeah. Which was a little bit disappointing, but... Yeah, I'm really glad that that, that component was called out. So, yeah, I'm very much the same. Yeah. It'd be good to see that, and I think that'll help um, a lot of people in that space. The people who really want to continue doing the hardest content available and being, you know, well rewarded for it. 100%. So this is, you know, I know you're very passionate here in, in this space, uh, but yeah, favorite class and subclass. 
I've got this massive grin on my face because <laughs> I was I was loving loving this question. <laughs> so um Warlock, one hundred percent. Cannot I, I cannot play Destiny for a whole week without at least picking up the Warlock once. <laughs> yeah. It's always been home to me. I started the beta as a warlock. I've completed all of my end games as a warlock. I've never considered deleting my warlock, except for during a charity stream where I set a stupidly high benchmark <laughs> during my block. Um, and I think they got just over halfway there in a two-hour mm-hmm. stream, and I was quite shitting my pants because <laughs> I didn't want to delete my warlock. Yeah. Um, she was, she's my veteran. She's the one who's been through everything from day one. Um, so yeah, I, I love, love Warlock 100%. I don't uh, hate the other classes, but I definitely have a special spot for Warlocks in it's my, in it's my a strong, strong preference. It, um, yeah, I cop a lot of flat from the <laughs> communities I hang out in cause they're about 95% Titans. <laughs> that sounds about um, destiny too, though. <laughs> And, and about and about four percent hunters, and then there's a one percent warlock. Um, there's but, a you few... know, we, we do all right. They need us. They they always need us. There's always a call for a warlock at Callus. So we do. It's like yeah, I uh, have that over their head. How about that shield, bro? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just... What's that? Callus is slowly draining your health. Wouldn't it be a shame <laughs> if we had a healing rift? Uh, that I think that's got a bit of Deej influence in there, right? It has to be. Oh, uh, yeah. I, if Deej had influence, I'm sure he would have had a, a say in that, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you are you are definitely a vocal, uh, hardcore, and baptized by Bife level warlock, and I appreciate that, buddy. Baptized by Bife, I like that one. So when when you get the blessing from Bife, like I've seen that from like Jumping Jack Rocks, I've seen that for yourself. Like that's when you know you've made it in the warlock space. Like you you are a warlock. Done. Boom. <laughs> okay, I don't I don't think I've got the blessing yet, but I'll keep working on that. You, you'll get there. I'll go have a chat to yeah. him after this. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, I got my first chance to um to talk to Bife uh, back during that. Cystic Fibrosis charity stream. Yep. Helped him helped him set up pre-stream. Gave him the links for everything. And it was it was interesting to speak to somebody so big over the over the microphone. He's a really, really genuine, nice dude. Like He is. Yeah, he's really, really, really good. Um he was there at Guardian Con and he just wanted to, you know, talk to people and then he asked, you know, is everything okay? And like some people sort of were talking about personal stuff and he you know, opened up a bit as well. I was like, wow, like he's just genuine. That's him. Like he didn't have to do any of that, right? Like everyone knows who he is, Like, <laughs> but he yeah. actually cared yeah. about people and genuinely was like, I'm here for the community. If you want to talk to me, talk to me. You can talk to me about anything. I don't care. It can be law, it can be this, it can be personal, like whatever it is, I'm here for you, you know? Yeah. Really good to see. Yeah. And you know, the community's always there for him too, because he's like that. Hmm seen it seen it before yeah well for for me um i i went through a bit of a time where i was getting massive social anxiety from reading and i was very much uh like stopped doing it just so like i had to deal with my own issues at the time i wasn't in the right headspace and um there was one raid i did with him 
and like Laura Apocalyptic and Barbaricam and he was just like, oh, you don't need to worry about this and don't stress out about that and like fully explained like this King, the King's Fall encounter and like at the time I just couldn't get my head around it. Like there's still little bits and pieces I kept missing even though I'd done it a million times. I just couldn't nail the encounter. I'd always screw it up. But yeah, he just made sure to, you know, stay calm and everything, gave me really good advice and that kind of like prompted me really hard to be like, I need to like sort this out. So he really did help a lot, which is amazing. That's excellent. So yeah, he's <laughs> got plenty of time for bite. Um anyway, enough about me. Uh more importantly, weapons or a piece of armor, if you were to give it a shout out, what would it be? Or oh, before we get stuck into that, I just mm. want to go back and visit the class and subclass question. Yeah, go for it. Because I got I got really heartfelt about warlocks and mm-hmm. I forgot to talk about subclass. Yes, yes you so, do. My apologies. No, no, that's that's not you, that's me. <laughs> I I got wound up in space magic. Um <laughs> So Voidwalker is my go-to almost all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's fun. It's devastating. It's PvP friendly, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I do need to give props to Arcstrider because it is very, very alluring, and I want to play it more. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't feel powerful, which is why I always opt to to to, to Warlock. Mm-hmm. No, you've... But, um, you know, Strikers. Strikers fun too. <laughs> I'll throw that one in there. Keep <laughs> some people wondering how to <laughs> Just the, the cover of the mouth. Like, yeah, I don't mind Strikers. They're okay. Mm. Like... <laughs> you call um, that the GR damn. Well, that, that's the crazy thing, right? Like, I played Majority Warlock in Destiny 1, but in Destiny 2, like... I love playing Voidwalker. You're a traitor. Likewise. But I, yeah, I, I just jumped the fence. Like, I was just, I'm just a jerk. Yeah. Titans have a lot going for them at the moment. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not going to hold that against you, I guess. You, know? you can be mildly disappointed. You're like a teacher from school. You know, like, you've made the decision, but you really should have done this other course at university. Let me give you a quick tip, and then we'll call it even. <laughs> All right, I'll let it go now. <laughs> there we go. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> You'll never get my approval, but I'll, I'll let you carry on. There'll be no blessing from me, sir. So. <laughs> uh, too good, too good. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to uh, to say? You know, just sort of bask in None. the warlockness? Um. I gotta say, I do like Arxol buddies. They are very useful. They I, are. I appreciate them from afar when they're on me. <laughs> from afar, yeah. They are literally in the corner of your eye at all times. Most of the time, yes. Constantly reminding <laughs> you that a warlock is helping you with a big flashy thing that says Arxol, Arxol. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's right. You can't do this activity by yourself. We had to send somebody to help you. Yeah. That's that's why we give it out. That's why you're allowed to take it from the rift and move around with it. <laughs> um, oh, enough about warlocks, though. Did you want to go on about a weapon or a piece of armor? Is there anything that's like 
Yo, I need to shout out blah. Um, honestly, because I play Warlock more than anything else, mm-hmm. no exotic armor piece really shouts at me. I love my transversive steps because they're still my flashy boots mm-hmm. that we had to wait nearly three years to get mm-hmm. in Destiny 1. But um, nothing's really a must-have for a Warlock. None of them are, are overpowered in a sense or useful in every encounter. Yeah. You know, we, we put on the Crown of Tempest when it's... Um, what's the word? Arc burn, or when that super rechargeability thing is mm-hmm. on the nightfall. Yep. But otherwise, it's useless. Um, Nazarek Sin is probably the only one that I put on when nothing else shouts at me to use it, just because I can have void everything, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make a difference. So, like I said, a very small, silent shout out to Nazarek Sin for <laughs> being half decent. It's like you're okay. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) you're not wrong you're not wrong but we we got the acknowledgement that like we want to tweak them and when i thought like that my first thought especially in the armor category is like please do something for warlocks (laughs) like please yeah i'm I'm looking forward to see what we get with curse of osiris Mm. um i'm hoping there's something that is you know that exotic that everybody wants to have as a warlock because it's good that's what exotics need to be you would think so based on the character of osiris himself right like there's something epic for warlocks like (laughs) yeah who knows we'll find out when is it wednesday wednesday yeah wednesday for us yeah it's gonna be wicked um but weapons Mm -hmm. would uh i love my nurgle and my antioch. Yes, both of those, 10 out of 10. It only took me 180-something ranks on Xbox to get one, and now I'm working for one on PlayStation. <laughs> for, for the Nurgle or the antioch? Uh Nurgle has only just dropped for me on PlayStation. Yep. But Nurgle, Nurgle took me over 100 for Xbox. Wow. Um, and, I'm yeah, it was the 185th where I got my antioch. <laughs> I've had a grand total of two Nurgles and one Antiope drop in um, what is it? It's a hundred and no, two hundred and fifty ranks total across both consoles. Yep. So they're my weapons, and I'm never, ever, 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 ever deleting them. And we're gonna totally appreciate that quality of life change where we can actually select what we want. <laughs> After all this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, for me, I, I cannot get, for the life of me, a better Devils on PC. I can't. I've had a billion squillion on, like, <laughs> PS4. I cannot get one on PC. Hot hint, um, Sunshot is better on PC. Yeah, so I have been using that, but I just want the better Devils. Just because there's a few people I play with, and, like, they get real triggered from just hearing one. So it's kind of a bit of a running uh, joke. So you, just, you just want to pull it out and fire it off a couple of times, see if they look around. That's it. Twitch in their eye. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that kind of friend. Just like, um, 
as a, as a callback to the hammers when taking king dropped. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you'll be playing clash or control, and the hammers would pop somewhere on the map, and you'd hear that dong, and everybody oh, would God. just run and hide. Especially like straight at release, it's like fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, invulnerable. They were amazing at launch of that. Holy crap! Yeah. I did manage to get a couple of games in as them. During their OP days? But, um, yes, during their OP days. It felt like an eternity too, just because it wasn't that they were killing you too quickly, it's just that they wouldn't die. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Not only did the battles take forever to kill them, like their entire super was always used, but yeah. it also felt like it took forever for them to, to get brought back in line. I hear you on that one. Um, I was very tempted to swap to Titan at that point. <laughs> and I resisted, stayed true, and then saved the betrayal for Destiny 2. <laughs> More grandiose approach to it. Yep. Been a warlock for three whole years. <laughs> now I'm a Titan. Now I'm a Titan. Uh, All your warlock friends in the background. You were the chosen one. Yeah, I know. Like I said, just... No, I don't know. Just changed. I saw, I saw my, something. My, yeah, my wife was going to jump straight into um to Titan on D two because of roaming arc super. Mm-hmm. That's her jam. But um, then we found out that the, the Stormcaller was coming back, so she was happy to stay as a warlock. Yep, <laughs> it's like decision made. Do you have any thoughts or around the Destiny community? Yes. It's been a roller coaster ride, hasn't it, since D2 dropped? At the um, time of recording, it's definitely been a very interesting week in the Destiny community. Absolutely. Um, when when we originally planned to do this, yeah, that that doesn't even matter. That was in the in the past. Mm-hmm. But I guess there is a bit too much entitlement in the Destiny community. Not everyone, just some very, very vocal parts. Mm-hmm. No names because I don't have any, but it's just, you know, there's, there's conglomerates of of um, anti-D2 at the moment, which is, is fine, you know. I think I'd like those people to just stop playing Destiny 2 because they don't enjoy it rather than trying to ruin it for everybody who is enjoying it. Um. You know, once once Bungie brings that level of endgame, I, I really think that a lot of that um, unnecessary salt will disappear. Yeah, and, like, if we use past examples of, you know, concerns and that that it came up in even in Destiny 1, there were times where, again, it was similar in that, you know, we had quite a few uh, vocal individuals there was a bit of sort of you know divide on certain um things and then once those were resolved they you know everyone sort of just got on with it again and the community was back to being you know inclusive loving um you know and then charitable and doing everything to help each other out again you know and the the conversation went away so it's it's probably not the first time we've been in a similar situation uh, but often, more often than not, like, you know, it we get through it. 
Sorry, I lost you completely for a bit there. No, all good. I was just saying, like, um, we've had examples in the past where uh, there's been similar issues that have been very strong to people and, um, you know, Bungie's eventually taken some action and then the, the conversation uh, sort of changed tune where people were now talking about it, they were engaging back into Bungie and then, uh, you know, everyone was able to, you know, sort of get on with it and accept the change and they were either, you know, happy or willing to compromise and then the community went back to just being its, you know, inclusive, uh, you know, loving wonderful and, and wonderful yeah, self. Um, I just think... I'm not think, sure if you caught what I was... Yeah, I just Go think, on. like, yeah, we just have... We're just loud. Like, some of some of the members are just... <laughs> we are. Just said, just, we're just loud. Like, I think because eventually Bungie listened, people know you know, they're, they're going to make a change. But um, Mark Noseworthy really went into this on the Bungie podcast. And I think at least the issues re- pertaining to Destiny 2 and the concerns that were there like right now from, from people was more coming from a space of it can potentially affect relationships and friendships because of them not playing destiny 2 so where they a lot of people are coming from is like they don't want to lose that like the the connection with that person and all that so that like amplifies and puts a lot more weight behind you know why people are being so vocal and and all that because they're you know like especially for the competitive community like you know they went from having you know you had your custom games um and then now you've got nothing like so you know they're just asking for ranked and yeah like now some of their friends aren't playing so then you know that sort of causes the conversation to get louder i think as well yeah i I can agree with that especially on the the competitive side of things i've seen a lot of my favorite streamers go from 400 viewers within 20 minutes of booting up on trials day down to now barely reaching 200 Mm-hmm. on trials day you know, it's even the, the ones doing carries yep. it's who can watch but that, that definitely affects me. I, I never really thought about the um losing friends side of it a lot of my friends that i know in person don't play destiny mm-hmm. my my friendships on destiny are almost exclusively online yep um so i'd never really thought about that before yeah well sort of mark was even coming from that point is because your friendship is online you may not have another yeah, way yet another game. yeah to maybe game you to know, play with them correct or there's some people that just don't want to play anything else like which is yeah. you know their, their preferred game is destiny like there might be plenty of other great titles out there but if you can't get that person to play then you know, then the problems that have arisen or the thing you don't agree about now means you don't get to hang out with person X. Like, that can make it really, you know, yeah, like, it affects someone a lot more. So, the argument of, like, oh, it's just a game and all that, then so you can sort of alter that perspective if you come from that point of view of you may be losing a friendship or a connection there because of yeah. something you didn't agree with or the game wasn't implemented as you wanted it to be yeah okay now i've I've honestly never thought that way i I, it hasn't happened to me so there's my ignorance showing (laughs) 
No, not not like. Well, maybe you just haven't like, like. Yeah, I haven't experienced it, so I'd never thought of it that way. Yeah, I didn't, like, I didn't step out and look at it. You you may have just had. But that's yeah, that's definitely an interesting perspective. Really, like for Destiny Raiders, for example, um, quite a lot of them aren't playing at the moment. But how what they've done instead is they have made it that if it, if they're talking about their concerns, it's in a very like nice, welcoming and two-way conversation between members. So if it gets too negative, they'll kind of be like, hey, like we get it now. Like maybe we should stop the conversation. Um, yeah. And, you know, to, to help with the connection side, uh, you know, they've said, oh, you know, how about, do you guys want to play this game? So they've set up a whole thing at the moment where everyone's playing Diablo 3. They've set up another thing where if you want to play Fortnite, you do this. So then events are still getting scheduled and clan members are still hanging out. They're just playing other games. Um, and I thought yeah. that was great. And then if you're still playing Destiny, then they're catering for that and organizing events for you as well. So it's, yeah, I think I was very happy with the way that like, you know, our leadership went about it. I when, yeah, definitely uh, handled yeah. that quite well. Because how old is Destiny Raiders? They've been around since, uh, not long after the vanilla, I believe. Um, yeah. Okay. So they, they've been around for some time and they're quite structured, which is, which is good. But yeah, I thought that was a really, mature way of approaching it going like okay you don't if you don't if you're not having a good time with the game right now fine that's cool like talk about it that's cool but if we start to see that you're you know sort of having a bit of an attack on someone or whatever yeah they're going to blow the whistle or just say do you mind taking it to dms or something like they're they're trying to keep it that way rather than just seeing you know this sort of you know just they, they wanted a structured and mature conversation versus just no, spitting if, out. If teammates don't get along, they can go and take care of it in their own time, but they shouldn't be taking care of it in the club room. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but otherwise, I look, I absolutely love this community. It's probably the first community I've really gotten involved with, mm-hmm. with a game. Um, even with Halo, I was just a player. Yep. I didn't watch streams. I didn't didn't even watch the the uh, the championships or anything. Mm-hmm. But I I played that game almost as hard as I played Destiny. Mm-hmm. But to to actually be a part of this community through its ups and downs is amazing, and the love and support that comes out of it is second to none from what I see around the on the on the web. You know. Yeah. It's with or without the soul. I wouldn't trade the Destiny community for another. No, that's it. It's it's an absolutely amazing group of people. We yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we just get a bit loud, but the I think that side of it, the other side is just yeah, where it's unique and absolutely amazing. So I got plenty of time for the Destiny community, even in their uh, low points. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, also got to ask here, uh, who's your favorite NPC in Destiny 2 and why? Okay, so don't judge me until you've heard the whole answer, the whole answer. Mm-hmm. My favorite NPC in Destiny 2 right now is Ikora. 
and not because she's a warlock. It's because <laughs> just 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 to stop all the hate right there. Yep. It's not because she's a warlock. It's uh, because uh, all of these. A, a lot of characters have grown from D one to D two. Yep. You know, Zavala, um, Amanda, they've all grown, but none of them as much as Ikora has for me mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people didn't like the story that was told by and for her on IO, but it was the strongest story that I got inside of the Destiny story. That did it, it definitely um it was a bit more powerful than Zavala's Why Was Me or Cade's I just really need to kill the bad guy story, you know? Yeah, it definitely the story that was going on. It it really hit hit home and yeah. like uh, even when i was playing the first time yeah i was getting quite emotional and teary i was like oh man like she's really yeah it's it's an incredible performance it was yeah i yeah i, I would agree that is an absolutely fantastic answer um but yeah go on tell us more <laughs> um well yeah i'm I love how her character's grown and I'm really excited to see where it goes with Curse of Osiris. And I hope it's not just a, oh, Osiris was my mentor. I'm the storyteller, but there's no story involved. Mm. I I really want there to be more Ikora Osiris crossover story going on in the DLC. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see what happens. So, um, Otherwise, yeah, that's probably the best answer I can give. No, it's 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 incredible. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of. Um, she went through like a lot of maturity because she's, she was so like confident, and that before, and then she was completely, um, yeah, like she was shattered, right, and had to really look into herself, and really understand who she is as a person, like it was such an identity crisis. There, there was like fear, you know, there was so much wrapped up in that, um, you know, that moment of losing her light. Yeah. And, and the real realization of knowing that if it was a test by, you know, the cosmos or by the Mm -hmm. traveler that she failed it and how she moved forward from that point Mm -hmm. in her story, definitely. It was leaps and bounds. Do you have any questions for me? Um, when do you plan on starting streaming again? <laughs> uh, I've actually been in discussion with my wife around this. Um, I've gone to do it a few times. Uh, I've just set up the room and everything to be able to do it. Um, the main challenge I had is just trying to balance between work and that. I'm quite time poor at Absolutely. home. Um, Your hours are atrocious. <laughs> but the the biggest challenge was um, even when I was streaming prior, I could only do about two hours. And I just really don't think that's enough to sort of, uh, you know, there i i will want at least four or five um 
yeah. but yeah, it's definitely, definitely uh, being discussed, and I, I'm trying to work out the best way to do that. Um, but yeah, there, there was quite a while there where I wasn't so much interested in delivering that kind of content anymore. But um, yeah, as of lately, I've thought, man, it'd be good to jump back in and and just and just do it. I I really enjoyed the uh, connections and stuff I made during streaming. Um, I love being able to you know host and and share, you know audience and community and yeah i just would like to get back in there so i'm gonna say very soon <laughs> i would hope like probably mid-january yeah i'd probably say like mid to late january would be a fair timeline yeah okay but um well, yeah i for one and one of many am greatly looking forward to it i never got a chance to see you stream uh, a long long time ago you know, I, I really only became a part of the community for Destiny after the Taken King. Mm-hmm. And even then, I've, I've taken some time to get to know it all. Um, so, yeah, I, n- I never had the opportunity to follow yourself prior to my starting streaming. Yeah, my... But I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, thanks. That means that really means a lot. My streams are more about like um, very similar to what you do as well. It's it more about just including people. I tried to find people who like just wanted to play Crucible or or even to some extent, you know, raids and such, and just be like, well, you can come here if you want, and we'll just play. Like a lot of people found that they, you know, they either their friends weren't available at the time or they just didn't really have anyone to play with or they were new to the game and they were nervous about things that, yeah, you could just come and just hang out and we'd just play, like, just, I'll do whatever you want sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to give people a, um, like a, a welcome place to come and just come and hang. So, cause that's what I wanted and that's what I look for in stream. So my, you know, everyone I like hanging out with does that same thing, like guardian outposts, um, log yourself. Like you just, Come in, like this is what we're this is what we're up to. Like you know, if you want to jump in, you can. You know, it's yeah, that's the way to be. Yeah, it's always good fun to to meet new people doing it that way too. Oh, absolutely! Like, and it, it's crazy some of the people you meet. Like, you know, I met BK through Twitch. Like, it's just <laughs> you make all these incredible lifelong friends just from saying like hi in chat. Like, it's bizarre, <laughs> but it's awesome. Um, just in closing, uh, where can people find you? Well. Um, Twitter, Twitch, Xbox, and PS4 with uh, the username, gamertag, whatever else, as a fractured winky, all one word. And you know what that means. <laughs> you can go back to the start if you forgot. <laughs> to, to get no, no, I, um, recap. yeah. I won't do a recap right now, but <laughs> seeing as this is near the end, you're just going to hit that replay button and listen to it all over again. <laughs> If you want the detailed story, come come hang out on my Twitch channel. I'll give it to you there. <laughs> that, that's one way to that's one way to go. Yeah, shameless plug. Hey, Woo! no, it's, it's just twitter.com forward slash fracturedwinky, twitch.tv forward slash fracturedwinky, and my game tag is a fracturedwinky on both consoles. So nice and easy. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks a lot for your time, man. It was really good to have you on here, and um, we'll definitely uh, catch it up. Was, with it was absolutely soon. amazing being on and i'm sorry for derailing the conversation a few times 
It's it's okay. I also probably spoke too much. <laughs> but hey, Do you speak too much? Not with a voice like that. Come on. <laughs> You're far too kind. Guardians, that'll wrap up today's episode. If you want to find out what I'm up to outside of these interviews, be sure to follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Thank you so much for listening and have an amazing week.